Eberos. Turn to Psalms, the 100th chapter. We'll read it in its entirety. Are you there? Let's read. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye land. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth through all generations. Bow your heads all over the building. Most Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus. Holy Ghost, we pray that you lead us and guide us right now. Speak to your people. Bring us to the height that God would have us. Holy Ghost in revelation and knowledge. Understanding and power. Ah, Lead us. Lead us to the King of Glory. Ah. Lead us, hey, to the Lamb that was slain. Lead us, hey, 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 In the name of Jesus, give us the words of eternal life. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Pray for those that are convalescent in hospitals and nursing homes. Those in countries that are not kind to the saints of God. We pray, O oh God, for a revelation knowledge of your truth throughout this world. Break down walls and tear up kingdoms for the sake of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Bind demons in their territorial positions right now. Hey, God, in the name of Jesus. Because we speak the word. Ah. Visit these homes, oh God, right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Fix these situations right now, Lord. In the name of Jesus, lose every satanic hope right now. 
by the power of the Holy Ghost we declare it done by the power of Jesus name we declare it done give your man so clear the thought wisdom knowledge and understanding in Jesus name we pray and everyone said amen you may be seated The subject this morning is the presence of God. But however, I would like to talk to you about how to enter into the presence of God. I think that is our biggest problem yes. we just don't know how to go to church we just don't know how to, when we come to the house of God to have God to come down in us and that is an issue when you look at the Old Testament, it told you that in order to go to church, you'd have to bring your sacrifice. But I come to tell you, you're free from bringing the sacrifice. You just have to know how to get down to business when you get to the kingdom or the house of God. Folks are told, folks are taught us now that you can be just as nonchalant and relaxed as you want to be. I come to tell you, you'll never enter into the presence of God. Some folks will have you to believe you can go to the park, you can go shopping, and you can go on vacation, and you don't need to come to the house of God. Can I tell you, don't let nobody play with your salvation. Uh, some folks choose to work six days a week rather than to come to the house of God. They'll be off on Saturdays and they'll miss church on Sunday. But they'll tell you they still believe in God. How can you believe in God when you're trying to save yourself? In order to be in the kingdom of God, number one, you've got to realize that you can't save yourself. There has to be something greater. And this is the problem. Most folks in the church now think they're equal with Jesus. Lies, trash, and garbage. We have you to believe that God gave them the next word. He didn't give them the first word. Because he told me he wasn't going to share his glory with nobody. Hallelujah to God. 
They would have you to believe that God will have you to worship and bow to their shrine. Why would God have you to bow and worship to somebody else's shrine that can't even provide for you anything? Ask them when the last time they resurrected somebody from the dead. Ask them when was the last time that they took a cup. I'll tell them, take a communion cup of water and turn that into wine. I'll make it as small as you want it to be. When was the last time? And folks will have you to believe that God has given them some kind of authority. And there is no other authority given among men whereby we must be saved. We have you to believe that God has changed his mind. That God wants the church divided. So that that one group of believers can believe they're greater than another group of believers. It's nothing but a lie and a dissension that is sent from the devil. We all going to need God to make it. And the biggest problem we're facing now that since howlings have come in and people have come in and distorted the gospel, we don't know how to enter into the presence of God. When the words say in his presence there's fullness of joy. There's life and pleasures forevermore. But we don't even know how to walk up into the presence of God. That is a big mystery. And that's why religion is killing us. It's killing us to the point that now we don't know right from wrong. Everybody is spouring out of control. The ones that said they got it right, they're falling and tumbling right before eyes. The ones that they're causing dispersions about, question marks in their character, and, and they still don't have it right. Even the veins that God moved in past times look like there's no movement now. People are shaking and quaking. But ain't nothing happening. Because we don't know how to go into the presence of God. Folks that have had the Holy Ghost don't even know if they still got the Holy Ghost. Because it was based on a feeling instead of a fact. Everybody know that you can get all the facts that you want. And the facts are the only thing that's going to hold up. 
There are things that have been proven. Feelings you can't prove your feelings. They're deceptive. The enemy is using a whole lot of things against us. And we don't even understand how he's able to connect his webs from one place to another. Because there is a way that seems right to man. But you must understand the word of God is true. So in order to understand how to really worship God, you have to spend some time in the book of Exodus. Round out the 22nd chapter, it deals with how to go in before God. And if you know anything about God, could nobody go in there any kind of way? Only the righteous, only the pure, only the priest could go in before you and I. We have to bring a sacrifice. We have to repent. We have to acknowledge what we've done. You can't get to God unless you acknowledge what you've done. Everybody now is trying to blame everybody else. You act like uh, that there is no ability in you to uh, to acknowledge what you did. Uh, I'm reminded when I was a kid on the playground and, uh, and we had a large family and you always find somebody else to blame. And that just because you did it and uh, the one that normally do what you did uh, uh, we all had our characteristics and uh, if you were in a family you knew what your brothers and sisters would do uh, but everybody knew I had a sweet tooth and uh, if they gonna get some cookies or some candy then mama said uh, that uh, who got my cookies and who got my can I didn't do it and then I have to come and look at her hallelujah to God because I wasn't guilty all the time but because of the characteristics that I had in the family everybody knew and so somebody in the same bowleg did it and so I would be judged because it looked like something I would do. Can I tell the truth for a moment? Some whoopings I didn't get that I deserved that I should have gotten. Somebody else got just like you is just like me. Some whoopings somebody else should have got you should have got. Hallelujah to God. 
God. And sometimes they would, somebody would speak up. I know he didn't do that because he wasn't here. So I'm going to put everybody in the house until I get the right one. Can I tell you? I'm so glad that God is just like that. He knows that we and all me and the liars. He knows that he can't trust not a one. But look at what we're trying to do. We're trying to deceive one another for some kind of world again. But what about the spiritual game? Hallelujah to God. I heard the word say, Our brothers, I wish above all that you prosper and be in health as your soul prosper. But what the enemy has gotten us in the church off now, don't want our souls to prosper, but want our bodies and our minds to prosper. Can I tell you that God does not come to validate that kind of prosperity package? You need to learn how to go into the presence of God. When you look at what does the present mean in the Hebrew, is yapin. Uh, which mean or uh, translate in his face uh, it's time now uh, to turn from the world uh, and turn towards the face of God uh, if you want to go to heaven and uh, you want to be delivered and uh, you want to be healed and uh, you want to be righteous uh, now it's time to turn toward God. You can't turn toward God unless you turn toward God's house. Do I have a church? Hallelujah to God. It also means a Shekinah. When remember when the end the Bible talks about the power of God will come down in the temple and all they saw was a cloud that permeated the whole place can I tell you you think you need a dollar you think you need your medicine you think you need a better life you need the Shekinah of God you need the glory of the Lord to come down and fill your house I can stop right there hallelujah to God the whole world is crying empty 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 but the church should be sing full, full, full. Hallelujah to God. Full 
of God's glory and full of God's power and full of God's anointing. Hallelujah to God. And we hallelujah. Hallelujah to God. You should be able to tell you I may not have a money to put in Wells Fargo a hallelujah centennial or regions or whoever but I'm filled with God hallelujah to God got a full house and you need to take your full house back to God's house and get the connection that your soul has so long for can I preach this morning hallelujah to God Divine presence, it means the ability to defy to the presence with human being, sometimes associated with the omnipresence. Everybody in here knows when you say omnipresence, you tell yourself God is right here right now at this moment in my life I don't have a power I don't have to have an hour but hallelujah to God Hallelujah to God. And this is what you and I need now. The Holy Ghost has sent me to tell you. You need to have the ability to move from earth to glory in a minute of time. Hallelujah to God. If you don't like what's going on in your natural life, let's work it out in your spiritual life. Give me a minute and I'm going to leave off. I'm going to tap in the glory and I'm going to the presence of God. Hallelujah to God. I told you what God said. In his presence, there's fullness of joy. On his right hand, there's pleasures forevermore. Hallelujah to God. You need to tell Stand now. 
what he said in my father's house there are many mansions if it wasn't so I would not have told you hallelujah I'll go to prepare a place for you hallelujah to God and that is in the presence of God what does it Bible mean by his presence God is in the presence he's always there I gotta talk to somebody right here and right now you ain't gotta put this thing off what you need is present in time right now hallelujah to God you ain't gotta wait five minutes later I heard God when he said right now is your time hallelujah to God when you look at sometimes the doctor ain't got nothing but bad news give me a few minutes doctor I need to leave I gotta leave and I'm on my way to glory I may not ride a cloud but I got a rolling prayer meeting hallelujah to God I can see now the lawyer we just gonna last a few years I don't have a feel I got a lawyer already in heaven give me a few minutes as I step out of time step in eternity and I need to see the lawyer right now you are the great lawgiver before there was the justice on the earth you were the supreme justice and I need you now hallelujah to God hallelujah so sometimes when things occur in our life and he chooses to reveal himself I come to tell you your biggest child is your biggest revelation is who God is in your life do I 
need to say that again. Your biggest trial is your biggest revelation of who your big God is. That's in your life right now. Hallelujah to God. But we don't go like they go in the world. When you get ready to go before God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to God. We enter through our praise. Can I tell you? You may not sing like an angel. You may not preach like Paul. But there's a joyful noise in my soul. Hallelujah to God. So I'm not in Tim. When you tell me that all that ain't required, I'm not giving it to you anyway. So I don't expect nothing from you because I ain't giving nothing to you. I'm giving it to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Hallelujah. Well, he knows why I give him the glory. He knows that I understand that he is worthy. Hallelujah to God. That's why he tells the church, those of you that know what you should know, come on a grace that you may have help in the time of need. Do I have a house? That you may have the help you need in a whole lot of us. Try to come in here and try to give off the impression that I don't need nothing. But I come to tell you every drop of water that he's got to give the other. Let it come by my house cause I need thee every hour every minute every second every day every year oh I need you I need you, Lord. I need you, Lord. Through praise, we enter. It's like lifting up holy hands without wrath or doubting. Lord, I'm clean. 
you can tell it in my praise. The sacrifice of praise is holy. It's like the incense that went up in the sanctuary in the Old Testament. God is looking for somebody that not only can duplicate, but replicate his holiness. You didn't let what you was going through kill you. You didn't let what was intimidating you stop you. And so I don't think we fully understand that God knows the fact and we're trying to figure out why we didn't make it. You can't fail because God can't fail. So if you fully understand what it means to enter into the presence of God. You must know that you're going to be all right. We were invited to enter into his presence. Now, see, that's why it's dangerous when you listen to somebody that don't have your best interests at heart. It's dangerous when you're looking, listening to somebody that don't want to get out of bondage and want to keep you there with them so that they can have some company in the muck and mire. You see where we at? It's more folks that want to be down so they can't afford to have upbeat folk around them. Come on, come on, stay with me. I know this was one of those preach and teach sermons. Like the high priest of old to enter into the holy place, the holy court, and to worship and glorify God, in God's presence, we find peace. Oh, Shandadio. And, 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 see, and see, this is a very important nugget here because a lot of times, you still scratching your head when you've already got your answer. You see what I'm saying? Because so many folks have told us so many things that we haven't paid attention to what the Bible said. Now, when we worship and when we find peace 
and we find joy, you've already gotten your answer. And I don't think you fully understand now you've been in the presence of God. You're still in the presence of God. And you cut him short now because now you don't want to thank him. You don't want to thank him because the work is already done. Have you ever thought about why? Well, I don't know why I feel so much peace about the situation. You've been in the presence and God has fixed it and now you don't know how to praise him because the work is already done. And tomorrow you're looking for a sign that it have not been done. Wow. You better say that one again. So you're yo-yoing. And it leads you to unbelief. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Because you don't understand, wow. nothing can stay the same once you enter into the presence of God. You, you see what I'm saying? You don't have the same look. Because you have changed once you've entered the presence of God. Have you ever ran into folks after you done had a good dose of God and said, Oh, you look so happy. You can't see it, but they can see it. Because you've been in the presence of God. Nothing, Moses proved that. If you ever get in the presence of God, your countenance must change. You don't have to figure out what happened to me. I left earth and went glory. I left the trial and went to the king's house. It doesn't matter now. It doesn't matter now. Three main points, as writer says, of Psalms 100. Let the whole world shout, whole earth rather, shout triumphantly to the Lord. When you just going to blurt out a holler, if you can't say nothing else, just holler, God did it. He did it. And the second was to serve the Lord with gladness. 
You shouldn't come in here looking like a sour puss knowing you can enter into the presence of God and come out of anything that you're going through. You better shake yourself. Already declared a winner. You need to come into his presence with joy. Nothing else, tell yourself. Something getting ready to get done today. Something getting ready to happen today. I don't know what time I'm going to make it into his presence, but I know today is the day. You, you know, do you know the obvious thing is, and we don't get it, can't nobody keep you out the presence of God. Can't nothing keep you out of the presence of God. What shall separate me from the kingdom of God? Nor not height, nor depth, nor principality, or any other creature. Nothing's going to separate me from God. We deal with the omnipresence. We didn't deal with the omnipotent. But do you not know you can't get around where you're going without God being there? You just need to know how to access him. Number three, Acknowledge. Make sure it come out your mouth that he is the Lord God. Why everybody's trying to discredit him, tell him I know you to be the Lord God. Hallelujah. And that's all I need to know. I don't need to know how you gonna work out nothing. I know who you are. These are facts, saints. Psalm 100 urges us to push aside anything that would draw our attention away from God. Or attempt to replace him in our lives. Psalms 102, we are urged to worship the Lord God with gladness. Where's the gladness, saints? Something has siped your joy when it comes down to God. He don't want to withhold nothing from you. The devil doesn't lie to you. God wants to make you rich and add no sorrow. Just trying to keep you from enjoying yourself. That's the biggest lie the devil ever told. He's trying to protect you. 
He's trying to look out for you. He's the only one that has a plan and a future for you. Amen. So we got to enter in his presence to find some of this stuff out. In Psalms 100, it exhorted exhortation to praise. To lay aside everything that would hinder us and make a joyful noise to God. Yeah. Now, I want to tell you. I want to talk to you for a few minutes. Come on, come on, Pastor. If you can't get this done at home, it ain't going to show up at church. Your church life your home life reflects your church life. You can praise him a few minutes here, but when you get home and you can't praise him, you can't be saved at home, you can't get this job done. Amen. And you got to remember God knows your heart. And that's both negative and positive. So you got to cultivate a life of praise. Not just when things are going bad. Not just when things are going good. You've got to be ready to praise God and give God your all. Now notice now, he talks about singing. Everybody in here got an excuse. Well, I can't sing. I don't... That ain't what God, I don't want to hear your excuse. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Come before his presence with singing. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving. Know ye that he is God. So the thing about it is, how are you going to bring some anointed oil? In Bible time, that's what it was. And you would set it on the coals, and the coals would do the praising for you. It's your life on the coals now. I heard folks say, if I know salvation was going to be like this, I'd have stayed where? Go back. A lot of folks have gone back. Going back out there. You're going to find out you should have stayed where you was. Because going through with God ain't nothing like going through without God. And we're getting ready to see that in a few days. Amen. Amen. Psalm teaches us how to approach God. Pray and come into his presence. And with help of the Holy Ghost, I'm talking about the real deal kind. If you was born with it, it was like yours. It was like mine before the one I was born with. It wasn't working. It wasn't worth the work that I had to put in it. And trust me, I put some work in it. I lied every chance I got to put some work in it. Oh, you know I wouldn't do nothing like that. Lies, trash, and garbage. But when I got the real deal, the one that worked all the time, So we must find joy, life, and mercy. Yeah. See, these are the things that 
Have you ever wondered why the attributes of God does not come in the succession that they supposed to come in, like out of the book of, of Corinthians, when it talks about the gifts of the spirits? You notice, if you notice, you ain't got what you should have, and the ones that you got are part-time, you're not able to keep nothing consistency. Because you ain't living a consistent life. You see what I'm saying? If you learn how to give to God, God can give back to you. Y'all go ahead and minister to her. See what she needs some help. Don't y'all act like y'all shy. No, Alfred, you go back and sit down, baby. Let Sister Lee sleep. Amen. Let sisters. You, hey, sister, you keep doing what you're doing. We're going to keep doing what we're doing. But you know that there has to be some consistency. And once we get to the consistency, there will be a better outpour or outburst in our life. You see what I'm saying? Right now, we believe a little dab is going to do us. But you let this world keep heating up like it's heating. You thought last year you just needed a fan. But all them folks that just was content with a fan, I'm getting the air conditioner. I got to have at least one room cool. Come on. So you must understand that the Holy Ghost will take us into the various rooms that we need, but you got to be able to follow him. But if you can't follow him, he can't lead you. If you got more opinion than God, guess what? You can't, you can't follow. Amen. That's why in this book, he tells, he, he, we are sheeps. Amen. And that's what we don't, we don't want to do. We want to lead God. Now, if, if I, uh, you know, there's some things, you know, that w I found out with an aging parent. They ain't giving up that authority. I don't care what you think they need. Uh-uh. You don't tell me what to do. I tell you what to do. And if you want peace, you're going to say, show you right. There are ways to experience God's power. Come clean with him. Repentance is the best way to get straight with God. Amen. It doesn't matter how many of your friends say, don't do that. You ain't got to tell that. You ain't got, oh, yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, I do, because I ain't planning on coming back to this party next year. I don't plan on being outside like this no more. I'm going to tell on myself so I can embarrass myself, so I can keep reminding myself I don't keep secrets on this side. Come on, come on. We can't have a blockage in the communication with God. And so that's why I think that a lot of folks and where we got, and when I say we, I'm speaking of the church, 
the church got deceived because there was a whole lot of truth before our church fathers went to sleep. They laid the foundation, but a whole lot of sons raised up and told the folks that it didn't take all that because they wasn't ready to live the holy life. Now we got all kinds of stuff in the church. And you can't get it out because you don't know how to separate it. Now you're in the time where the wheat and the tear got to grow together. You better pray you don't get connected with a tear in the church. No, that's another sermon. Read the scriptures and read them out loud. You know why? You need to hear it. And there's a devil in the room, they need to hear it. So they can get to stepping. Because they know what you're doing. You're arming up. You ain't going to be the same man or the same woman because you're arming up. So now they know, okay, Turner's getting some ammunition. So the first thing I got to come do is cause him to go to sleep. And when I got to shake myself and enter into the presence of God. You see what I'm saying? The devil don't mind you being a big man, but he wants you to be a big weak man. Sing him a love song. I want to tell God how much I love him. Slow it down. You slow it down for your lady. You slow it down for your man. What about slowing it down for God? Lord, I don't know nobody that can treat me like you. I've called myself having some so-called friends and they can't treat me as good as you. You always respect me. You always considerate. You always showing blessing on me. You always tell, encourage me when I'm down. You tell me it's gonna be all right. And you're always coming by on the special day. You're making days that don't that I, I ain't even on my calendar. Special day. And you always treat me like somebody. In the days I needed most, you anoint and quicken me. I'm not planning on getting anointed. I'm thinking about cooking me some breakfast, but there you come. trying to get anointed. I'm in the bathroom trying to get ready to go to work. A, a hallelujah come out. I'm trying to get to work but a glory hallelujah roll off my lip as I drive down the highway. You're always coming to see about me. That's why I told, I told you, and I'm 
telling a whole lot of them, don't, don't worry about me, it's too late for me. You go save somebody else. Because if this ain't the right Jesus, I'm going to keep him until I get to the other side. And then he can explain to me how he fooled me. Amen. And this writer says, just say his name. Woo. Have you said it when you were down? Have you said it when you were up? Have you said it when you were broke? Have you said it when you need help? Have you said it whenever your problem was too heavy for you? Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. The old church used to say, they say it like a washing machine. Jesus, 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 Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. You can't beat God no matter how you try. A whole lot of folks trying to beat God. A whole lot of folks is trying to cause you to lose your faith. They, they, they don't even know why they don't want you serving God. This is it. Why is it so important to you that I don't serve this Jesus? You got somebody else you recommend? No, no, no. It's just, they done said the Bible ain't all this. They done said you ain't all this either. But we still friends. Come on. Say a prayer. So, 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 what are you saying, Pastor? You can access the kingdom of God in so many ways, and I don't think you fully understand that you can change anything that you don't like. Yeah. Just go into the presence of God. So, you know, they'll tell you to go in for mindful meditations and all this other. I, I, I've been up there. I know what's up there. I don't like what's up there. Up there's a bunch of junk that got me in trouble. You want me to close my eye and, and cross my leg and think about what's up there? Don't do that. Don't do that. I know where I've been. I'm trying to get something up there that's going to wash out what's up there. So, how to cultivate a sense of God's presence? Confess and forsake our sins that create a gap. Got to close the gaps, y'all. Close the gaps, y'all. Pray for his Holy Spirit or Holy Ghost. Fast to the Lord. Sing to the Lord. Go to church. Be a gracious giver. Tell others about Jesus. 
Do you not know that if you can just get you a favorite song that's going to pull you up and keep you motivated, and you can hum that and whistle that and sing that, do you not know that the less you are more less likely to fall than anybody else? It would be hard for the devil to get to you. He can't get to you if you stay up. The problem is we're staying down. 